Hey everyone, welcome in to a, another daily editorial here on the KE Report. And in this daily editorial, we are getting an update from NG Energy, traded on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol GASX and on the OTC markets under the symbol GASXF. We are chatting with the CEO, Serafino Yacono. Now, NG Energy is an energy play in Colombia, focused mostly on natural gas, but we are going to be talking about the potential of some oil production coming out of the company's uh, main two projects, one of which is in production right now. That is the Maria Conchita project. This project also has some uh, growth avenues over the next six months, as well as the Sinu 9 asset that as this gets moved closer to production, could very well become the company's flagship asset. Let's keep the focus on growth over these next six months. So in the near term, Serafino, starting with Maria Conchita, one aspect that we had talked about in the past was a pipeline connecting Maria Conchita to the national infrastructure. Can you provide us with an update here? How is that progressing? Sure. Thank you for having me. The progression is going uh, as we have planned. A little bit of delay simply because of the epidemic and all the complications that have come out of that. The reality is that the company now is finished connecting the pipeline. We are ready. What we're doing is we're loading up now the main 14-kilometer pipeline to the main grid that goes to the uh, north, to the south part of Colombia into the north part of Colombia so that we can start dispatching gas to our uh, consumers. That's going to happen in the next three weeks. The next three weeks are going to be critical because when you put this project together, you load up the pipe so that you can create the balance between what you're going to be producing out of the well, which is about 20 million cubic feet of gas a day to start, and then uh, we're going to be uh, taking it to be uh, producing uh, the gas within the next three weeks so that it delivers to our customers at the right time. So all the infrastructure is in place. All the uh, facilities are in place to clean up the gas. And uh, there is two phases of the gas. You separate the water in one area and you separate the liquids which we don't talk about very much, but it gives us about 100 barrels a day of uh, condensate, which, uh, you know, it pays the bills. The rest is going to be natural gas. We're going to start the uh, production at about 20 million cubic feet of gas a day. That's about, uh, we're calculating at the prices that we're getting, which is uh, about uh, $7 per million BTUs. Minor the cost of production, marketing, and delivering of the uh, product. It's going to be uh, about $5 net before taxes and royalty. So this company is going to be generating a lot of income out of those two wells, which is basically the, uh, the Arruchada well and the Istanbul well. We're going to talk about what we're going to be doing in the next few months, which is going to include taking... Tinka, which is our third well that has a discovery of 10 million cubic feet of gas a day uh, that has potential to increase to become the same size as the uh, Arruchada well, which is 20 million cubic feet of gas a day. 
into production, uh, but that's going to be done by us doing a new workover. That's going to be done between uh, August and September of this year. Well, Serafino, you know, it sounds like the majority of the production to start with is going to come from the Arachara and Istanbul, and then Tinka 1 is slated for later in the year. But we had talked in the past that you have a 40 million cubic feet capacity at that pipeline or at the plant. So if you bring on Tinka 1, can you explain what you would need to do to be able to increase the capacity at the Maria Conchita complex? In the facilities to clean up the gas, right now our facilities are made to have hooked up six wells, okay? We only have two wells hooked up to the six-well facility. The only thing to take it to the Tinka to be producing, what we would have to do is increase the capacity of the uh, pipeline, the 14-kilometer pipeline, and that would mean that we would have to build within the next six months an additional pipeline, six-inch pipeline, which is about a million-dollar investment that we don't see as a problem for us to do. But that's going to be done after we drill, you know, we re-establish the well as a producer well, and then we'll build the infrastructure. That's months of work. It's it's fully permitted. There There is no mystery there. What's the capital required for that build out then in the near term? About a million dollars. Okay, so not bad at all. What what other growth avenues, say from Tinka 1, another area on that Maria Conchita that could help add to general production moving forward? Maria Conchita, by the time we finish drilling that whole system of wells, it's going to be about, the, we, we're going to be looking at an area of influence of about 200 billion cubic feet to 300 billion cubic feet of gas. So that's going to be produced at a rate of about when full in production, full production, and with about five wells in production, we will be producing at a rate of about 70 million cubic feet of gas a day, which is a pretty impressive amount of gas to be produced in that area. Okay. But that's going to take two years to three years before we get to that point. Okay. Well, that's a good roadmap for investors to focus on from the Maria Conchita area. Let's uh, shift it over to the CNO9 area, which I know is where you have big growth on tap for the next year or two. But l- let's walk through what are the main plans at CNO9 as far as the Nat gas wells that you'll be drilling in 2022? Look, this is the tail that wags the dog. Okay. We are two weeks away from uh, starting to drill that well. It's a well that's going to give us between uh, 30 and 40 million cubic feet of gas a day. That's our expectation. It's part of a program of four wells that uh, put our commitment to the ANH, which is the National Hydrocarbon Company uh, owned by the government. That's our commitment, $21 million commitment that we got to do. That takes us to a point with those four wells that we can take production to about 100 million cubic feet of gas a day and then improve the production by drilling additional wells over a period of uh, two years that would take us to about 200 million cubic feet of gas a day. So between Maria Conchita and Sinu 9, our expectation in the next 
30 months to be conservative would be about 270 million cubic feet of gas a day in production. Okay, so you guys right around the corner and over the next couple of years are primed for some growth here in the natural gas production aspect. There's also this new idea floating around about the potential of oil production coming from these assets. That was brought up by Doc Jones recently on our show. What can you tell us in terms of the potential of bringing oil into the production mix? Well, Doc is very sharp in looking at things and seeing the potential. I admire the guy. He's fantastic. Okay, truly, he is. It's not new. It's there. It's been there. The problem that we had with that, that we never talked about it in the past, is because you know producing oil with some investors was a dirty word. The reality is we have two areas in Sinu 9. Sinu 9, you got the east part of Sinu 9 that is natural gas. That's the Luna formation. But what we discovered on the west side of the deposit that is separated by a very well-defined fault, there is a complete different system of uh, geology that hosts hydrocarbons. Seven years ago, A&H drilled two wells in the northern part of our concession, two drill holes in the southern part of our concession, and four drill holes in uh, two other concessions in the area to test an idea that the uh, western part of the deposits or the western part of a very defined fault area or where Canacol produces gas, we produce gas, all coal produces gas on the west side, the geologists gave us not natural gas, but it gave us oil. They drilled slim holes, eight slim holes, which are for the mining guys, diamond core drilling that you drill that you would not be able to produce, but it gives you what kind of horizons do you have in the oil area or the mineralized area, if you want to call it. So they drilled down to about 3,000 feet, which is very shallow. And all it was done because when they were building a road, they found some identification of structures that were bearing oil structures coming out a surface, which is very, very rare in these kind of instances. That's not the area that we're interested, but it gave us an idea that hydrocarbons at one point were being produced or where the kitchen was cooking hydrocarbon in this area, non-natural gas. Guys, A&H drilled these slim holes, and when they drilled to 2,500 meters and they took out the core, it was saturated with light 33-degree oil. We knew this four years ago. We never talked about it because in our company, nobody was interested in oil. So we were leaving it as something in the future. And we were concentrating just on the natural gas. The difference between us and Canical, Canical, it's pure gas. We are oil, gas, and in the southern part of the deposit, it's non-conventional oil that we don't even want to talk about. So we will show maps and we will show 
We are now working a 51-101 report that's going to talk about not only the gas up update, it's going to talk about, let's call it the new oil, that it's really old oil discovery that was done not by us, but the government of Colombia. Potentially, there is 280 million barrels, 250 to 280 million barrels potentially recovered with a 25% recovery rate. So a billion barrels of oil in place with a porosity of about 25%. We see the core, the core sample, the real. It's got great potential, early stage. But I can tell you that this thing over here could mean me as a the type of explorer that I am, that is one of the targets that is going to be, I'm not very accustomed to do wildcat, but this is going to be one of those wildcat. We're going to drill right a twin hole right next to the uh, slim hole to see what kind of production. Now, this is very shallow wells, 2,500 feet. So pressure-wise, it's not going to be very big pressure, it's going to be more like what we used to drill in the Rubiales field. The way you deal with these wells, because they're low pressure, you put submersible pumps. And with submersible pumps, you recover a great amount of oil. These wells will be 2,500 to 5,000 barrels a day wells if they hit the oil that we believe that this thing could have. But this is big stuff. Okay, well, just another aspect of growth for the company. I mean, I think it gives everybody a good outlook on the next six months, even out the next couple of years of some of the production growth that this company could see. Again, NG Energy, if anybody has questions for Serafino regarding any of what we talked about here, please email us either fleck at kereport.com or shat at kereport.com. We will get those addressed for you. And Serafino will bring you back on the show to discuss some of the growth as the news releases come out. Thank you again for your time, Serafino. Thanks very much. Take care. Bye-bye.